day and welcome to Holding Fast. Thank you for being part of the podcast today. How is your anchor holding? Is it gripped firmly to the solid Word of God? This is the first podcast of a brand new week, and I trust that you've had opportunity, and uh, you probably have had opportunity, but taking advantage of it may be a different thing, but that you've been in God's house. Uh, I know I sound like a one-string guitar sometimes about encouraging you to be faithful in a house of worship uh, that is solid in its teaching and preaching of the Word of God, but I would suggest to you that there is no substitute for a time of concentrated washing of the Word over your soul. It is so important. It's not a suggestion in the Scripture. It is a undisguised command of God that we uh, gather together and worship Him, encourage one another, uh, edifying each other into good works and to fulfillment of our obedience to the Lord. So I hope that you were able to do that this past Lord's Day and that you spent time singing and worshiping and giving and just serving the Lord out of an unselfish heart for what He's done for you. But we begin a brand new podcast this week this week by actually... Turning, returning in our attention to the series on spiritual dryness that I've highlighted for you. Uh, we looked at an article by Michael Col- Micah Colbert, and uh, we also looked at an article by Dr. Conrad, M.R. Conrad as well, who is a missionary worker in, in Asia. And uh, he's written another good book that I would recommend to you if you get an opportunity, because I recommend books quite frequently on, on uh, good, worthy subjects. Uh, But he wrote a book called Daring Devotion, A 31-Day Journey with Those Who Lived God's Promises. You would appreciate that book, and I think that it would do you great spiritual good. So, spiritual dryness is our topic, and it, it occurs for many different reasons. But the article that I had read recently is an article that was written by Dr. Conrad that I am giving attention to and interacting with on my podcast because I just believe that he so well addresses this topic uh, uh, that, that's a reality for everybody, I think, who has been a disciple of Christ. And you may be in a time of spiritual dryness yourself right now. Uh, and it doesn't matter who you are. It affects people from all different walks and all different callings in life. You may be in full-time ministry. You may be somebody who uh, uh, who is working a secular ministry, a uh, secular job for the Lord. You know, for the Christian, one evangelist said, there is no difference between the secular and the sacred. Everything is sacred ground when you're a disciple of Christ. So we're all involved in that. So I want to address this article by Dr. Conrad, who actually suggests that part of the reason for spiritual dryness is that we have created an appetite, a hunger for the wrong kind of food in life. Uh, there was somebody else he suggests that had this very question. He, There was a future missionary whose name was Isabel Kuhn. K-U-H-N. There's a great biography of her, by the way, a hundred or so years ago that she even experienced this. And her question for God in her own walk and her discipleship. And here is a here's a woman who's getting ready to go and be a missionary and to be able to share Christ's love with many people. Yet she came to a point in her own life where she asked this question, quote, Oh Lord, what's wrong with me? Why can't I sense your presence now as I have lately? Why has the Bible become dry? Unquote. 
And she asked that question that probably all of you that are listening to this have been there. You dutifully take your Bible out. You read it every day or nearly every day. You try to pray as the pastor instructs you to and as as you know that's right to do to fellowship with God. But it has become to the point where it feels like an obligation, a duty, or a chore. Maybe even at its very worst, a ritual that you go through. And God just seems so distant and far away. Well, the question is then, what's wrong with your spiritual life? Well, long before Mrs. Kuhn or uh, uh, Isabel Kuhn left Canada, which is where she was from, to serve as a missionary in China, she really felt that spiritual dryness in those questions that I just quoted from her writing. She began to really take some time to do some heart investigation. She examined her heart and her habits that led up to this time where she felt like she'd lost touch with God and the intimacy just was not there with God anymore. And it seemed as though the Lord through his word and through her meditation and prayer time brought the answer to her her mind. And uh, Isabel related what she discovered as if she were having kind of a conversation with God. And she related this in her writings by writing this, quote, When a child fills her stomach with ice cream and soda pop, the Lord was seeming to answer to her, why does she lose her appetite for meat and potatoes? And of course, Isabel responded to that thought inside by saying, do you mean that's what reading those novels did to me? Well, God would respond, it excited all the fleshly part of your nature, didn't it? Did it do anything to help you spiritually? by reading those novels? And Isabel responded in, I think, truth. Nothing, Lord. It kept me up so late. I'm tired this morning. Lord, if I I promise to give up novel reading, will you come back to me? Will the Bible come alive to me again? And of course, it was as if the Holy Spirit said, try it and see. That was her experience in coming face to face with perhaps eating and developing an appetite for the wrong kind of food in her life. And if that was true a hundred years ago, how much more so is it true today? The flavors of spiritual ice cream and soda pop have really exploded exponentially. What do I mean by that? Well, her problem was with novels. And she didn't say there was anything bad with reading the clean novels that she was reading, but that they were second rate at best, that they were not what was going to enhance her walk with God. And now, of course, we have so many more distractions than just a a pitiful novel. We have glittering smartphones, and they're loaded with addictive social media and video games, hilarious video. I mean, you can't, if you go to a restaurant, I don't know if you've been out to eat lately, uh, but if you go and then you sit there and you look around and you see that there'll be people that will be sitting in the same booth and they won't even talk to each other, but they'll be on social media the whole time, which which really goes a long way to explain why we can't even hold conversations these days. But the fact of the matter is we've developed a sweet tooth, an appetite for all of the, we get these realistic high definition TVs and all kinds of superhero movies and chick flicks and cliffhanging sitcoms and uh, all those things. Even if all of them were pure and wholesome, the seductiveness of that adrenaline rush literally will rob you of your taste for the spiritual meat and potatoes that you need for holy living. 
that which really will sustain you. And here's the issue, folks. Dr. Conrad says we have learned to be hungry for the wrong food. And I believe he's absolutely correct. Our, our choices today that are available to be amused by, to have our time sucked up, and even though there might not be anything necessarily wrong in those particular pursuits, it is not going to help your walk with God at all because it's a whole lot easier to slurp down a banana split than eat the meat and potatoes of the Word of God. That's what he's calling on in this article. Disciplining your spiritual diet. You got to be desperate to draw close to God again. Uh, Missionary Isabel Kuhn disciplined her reading life. She set aside those clean romance novels that had riveted her attention. She didn't claim it was sinful to read those. She just knew that for her, those things were a distraction from a pursuit of God. What is it that's a distraction in your life right now? It's going to be different for everybody. But when it boils down to it, there has to be a valuing of your relationship with God more than your entertainment, more than that which will occupy hours and hours of your time. What do you value most today, entertainment or intimacy with God? What is it that really, really uh, uh, you crave in your heart? Well, if you're going to do so, uh, uh, if you're going to grow in the Lord, you've got to discipline that spiritual diet. Well, we're going to talk about this more in the next podcast. I'm going to tell you some, give you some helpful hints about retraining your spiritual taste buds and getting you going where you need to go. I'm so grateful for Dr. Conrad and for uh, Pastor Colbert and so many others that have written on this topic because I believe it's so timely in the day and age in which we live, especially as Americans in our culture. Why don't you pray today and say, Lord, give me a hunger for you. Give me an appetite for the things of God. And uh, I will eliminate those things that drag me down and capitalize on the things that will help me walk with you. God bless you today. Walk with Christ.